0: Hello, cryptonauts. Today is September 10th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. All right, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with Bitcoin settling at $10,729 with a 3.5% gain. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $374.17 for a one percent gain. Third place, USDT Tether, settling at $1 for a 0.1% loss. Fourth place, XRP Ripple, settling at $0.24 for a 0.4% gain. Fifth place, Polkadot, settling at 5 dollars 18 for a 0.2% gain. Sixth place, Chainlink, settling at $11.92 for a 1% gain. Seventh place, Bitcoin Cash, settling at $238.27 for a 6% gain really good 8th place Binance coin settling at $28.63 for a 4.2% loss ooh not good 9th place crypto.com coin crow settling at 16 cents for a 5% gain good 10th place Litecoin settling at $49.49 for a 3.5% gain alright cryptonauts that is your top 10 daily stats Your overall markup is at $353.5 billion for a 2.9% gain. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, cryptonauts, another friendly reminder, we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies like I just did right now. Alright, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. Hackers demand $7.7 million in Bitcoin from electricity company. K Electric, the biggest power producer in Pakistan and the sole provider in the city of Karachi, suffered a ransomware attack this week with hackers demanding over $7 million in Bitcoin to restore its services, according to cybersecurity site Bleeping Computer. The firm, the firm services over 2.5 million customers in the country and faces a disruption in billing and online payment services after the attack. The attack was discovered by Kate Electric Engineers on September 7th, but the supply of electricity in the city was not affected. As per the report, hackers utilized a NetWalker attack to compromise the company, a virus strain discovered in 2019 that infects popular software applications running on Microsoft Windows such as Office, Word, and Excel. Once deployed, NetWalker encrypts data on victims' computers and disables files access until a ransom is paid out. Hackers followed the same step with K-Electric. After infecting the electricity firm, they demanded a $3.8 million ransom to be paid in Bitcoin through the anonymous browser Tor. The hacker added in a message to the company, if there is no payment made by September 15th, the price increases by two times and will be $7.7 million. The same message noted that the hackers operated solely unencrypted files from K-Electric before performing the attack. However, it did not reveal the exact type of data they stole or the total amount of files stolen. Wow, that's all bad. All bad. Alright, next news written by Liam Frost. Banks must cast wider net in search of illicit Bitcoin cipher trace. Oh, by the way, who was this written by? Liam Frost. Financial institution could be mes- missing up to 90% of cryptocurrency-related transactions because they ignore smaller digital asset exchange, according to the latest report by, by blockchain Forensics firm Cyphertrace. Cyphertrace research has found that a typical name-based system may entirely miss up to 70% or more of the crypto exchanges out there and up to 90% of the actual transaction volume, said the researchers. Per the report titled, Best Practices for Monitoring Virtual uh, Cryptocurrency-Related Transactions at your bank, many banks are using homegrown systems that take only the largest crypto exchanges into account, ignoring hundreds of smaller platforms. Ooh, that's all bad. Most open-source lists are incomplete, perhaps covering the top 100 exchanges, leaving the other 600-plus exchanges. Even if the customers were transacting with cryptocurrency exchanges you had had on the list, Many exchanges do not operate business under their popular name, said, Crypt- said trace. The result in a lot of crypto-related transactions flying under the radar, the ones conducted via unregistered or illicitly operating P2P exchanges, money service businesses, or crypto kiosks, for example, the report said. Wow. Well, that's not actually not a good thing. That's pretty bad. I mean, especially if that's what, their jo- their, what they're supposed to be doing, right? So... Mm, hopefully they can fix that pretty soon. Next news, written by Saruya Malwa. The $690 million Bitcoin wallet that hackers are trying to crack. Hackers have been pouring their time and resources to crack the password of a Bitcoin wallet holding 69,370 BTC, approximately $690 million, according to news site Vice. The wallet is one of the top 10 Bitcoin addresses in terms of total holdings, a invertible treasure chest. Apart from trying to break into the actual Bitcoin wallet, hackers are sharing a file over the internet that supposedly holds the wallet's private keys. It may not, and therefore access to the Bitcoin it contains. The reason for com- the reason for the complexity: the wallet is protected with a very long, unique password, and its wallet file, its wallet, its wallet.dat file, a type of file that stores the data, is encrypted using two algorithms that are very slow to process advice. A combination of these two factors makes the wallet hard to guess, even if one uses machines to brute force the password. But hackers haven't given up. Alan Gao, the chief technology officer at cybercrime intelligence company Hudson Rock, tweeted this week the $690 million Bitcoin wallet was recently advertised on the popular hacking forum, Raid Forums. Well, you know what? I guess my two two Satoshis on that is that if the owner of that wants that wallet to be hacked, which that's kind of what it sounds like, um, yeah, try to brute force that because we need more Bitcoin circulating around. We, we really do. I mean, as it is, um, what was it? I was hearing not too long ago um, that, shoot, what was it? That there was approximately... T- 10 million bitcoin that are like not accessible they're gone they're completely burned you can't access them anymore people have lost them they forgot the keys they're just lost in the blockchain forever you can see them but you can't access them so yeah that's that's a pretty big problem that's a big big problem so if we can get more bitcoin in, in the market that would be really good so i hope that they do figure that out pretty soon Next news, written by Alexander Behrens. DeFi money market adds yield farming atop interest rewards. Another DeFi project has joined the great yielding farm experiment of 2020. DeFi money markets announced today that the introduction of yield farming-style rewards, in addition to the 6.25% yield, is already pro- already provides a- on stable deposits. Deals farming allows users that provide liquidity to a DeFi protocol to earn interest on deposit assets. That means DMM users can soon take the stablecoin PEG tokens they receive for being liquidity providers to other decentralized exchanges such as Uniswap. By doing so, they can receive rewards from DMM in the form of its governance tokens, DMG. Got that on? As total liquidity in DeFi continues to grow from less than $2 billion at the beginning of July to more than $7 billion today, according to DeFi Pulse. More and more products are taking advantage of their governance token's distribution to bootstrap liquidity in their tokens and gen up interest in their platforms. DeFi Money Markets, which takes the concept of short-term mutual fund investments and applies it to digital assets launched in March 2020. It provides users with 6.25% annual yields on stable deposits. Made on the platform, users can deposit DAI, USDC, or USDT. Depositors don't just get interest, they also DMM versions of the stablecoin tokens. Their DAI becomes MDI, USDC becomes MUSDC, and USDT becomes MUSDT. Users can trade these like original deposit stablecoins. Alright, well. There you go. Wait, which... Which, uh, oh, I guess it's DMM, yeah. Okay, all right. Next news written by Shariwa Mawa: the IRS is offering you $625,000 to crack Monero. Ooh, Let's see what this is about. The U.S. Internal Revenue Service (IRS) will pay out up to $625,000 for anyone who cracks the untraceable cryptocurrency Monero and other privacy coins, according to the official proposal published last week. IRS-CI is seeking a solution which, with one or more to provide innovative solutions for tracing and attributions of privacy coins, such as. Expert tools, data data, source code, algorithms, and software development services said the proposal. Privacy coins like Monero allow users to transfer their funds with strong privacy. They use various methods to do this, such as obs uh, obs obf- uh, obf- obfuscating the transaction amounts and the wallet address of the senders and receivers. This is unlike Bitcoin or Ethereum where addresses can be traced back to known wallets and the crypto exchange and subs- Subsequently, one's identity currently there's a limit. There are limited investigative cert- resources for tracing transactions involving privacy cr- cryptocurrency coins such as Monero or other off chain transactions that provide privacy to illicit actors. The IRS added. All right, <clears throat> the IRS is taking applications until September 16th for the proposal. First, an initial $500,000 for the development of, uh, and providing a working concept for a privacy crack tool and later a $125,000 payment after a plot test is completed and approved by the government. Uh, let's see. In growing, the, the agency noted rising criminal uses for privacy coins like Monero and as one of its motivation behind the proposal, stating that the privacy coins are becoming more popular and more, and are being used by more illicit actors. All right. Well, you know. Another report that I read was that When it comes to illicit activity with currency when it comes to Cryptocurrency or digital currency, whatever you want to call it it Only uses up 1% of the total illicit illicit activity in the in the world the other 99% is by dollar by fiat, you know, by by other uh, by other currencies other than digital. So maybe they need to figure that out first. Next news written by Scott Chipolina. eaterbase wants to stop hacks bitcoin from no, one more time. base wants to stop hacked bitcoin from getting away. Okay. Eterbase, a European digital asset exchange, has called on other exchanges to block stolen crypto following a hack that saw close to $5.4 million worth of crypto moved to other exchanges earlier this week. The hack took place on September 8, 2020 and targeted the exchange's, exchange's hot wallet which are connected to the internet. Eterbase has since cooperated with authorities to try and identify the hackers. The stolen funds were in Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, Tezos, Algorand, and Tron. And now the exchange wants to help, st- help stopping the stolen money from getting away. Etherbase will continue, to, will continue with operations. Our investigation shows big part of stolen funds ended up on Binance, Huobi Global, and hit BTC, the Etherbase team said in a recent tweet. Alright, well, you know what? I hope that they can figure that out as well. Next news written by Liam Frost. Binance offers $100 million to projects building on its blockchain. Binance is offering $100 million to try to attract developers to build on Binance Smart Chain, its blockchain platform that has smart contracts and announced today during the World of DeFi Summit. The exchange is attempting to capture some of the decentralized finance market share and to take advantage of the current defi hype. Members of the Binance's community will be acting as a governance party for assigning out the funds. They will be using the same criteria for choosing projects that that's used by Binance X, Binance Labs and Binance Launchpad. I didn't know Binance had so much. Several of the exchange's fundraising and investigating initiatives. Successful projects will be able to get up to $100,000 in the funding. If they pass security audits and Binance's due diligence process, the exchange may provide liquidity to their token and might list it on Binance.com. Binance is also planning on bringing its blockchain platform and its main exchange closer together. It will provide a native integration between the two, so that the exchange's users can access many of the DeFi projects on Binance Smart Chain directly and with 100 million dollars up for grabs there should be at least a few wow awesome awesome that's a, that's a good that's a good amount of money 100 million dollars yeah okay 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 <clears throat> next news written by Adriana Hamacher Switzerland enshrines its crypto-friendly policies into law Cryptocurrency-friendly Switzerland has passed wide ranging legislation, opening the door to cryptocurrency and decentralized finance, enabling companies to create digital shares as well as range of other tradable assets. The financial and corporate law reforms passed by the par- uh, parliamentarians today in the Swiss Senate complement Switzerland's so-called Blockchain Act, which receives overwhelming approval in the House of Representatives last summer. It's expected to come into force early next year. The effect of the country's new amended legal code is to welcome cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies into the mainstream. All right. Hey, that's good. It's good news, good news, good news. <clears throat> Next news, written by Matt Hussey. How HackFS helped lay the foundation for a truly decentralized web. If, this, if the decentralized web is going to to live up to its decentralized promise, it needs a decentralized place to store all that data. That's where HackFS comes in. HackFS is is a hackathon designed to bring the brightest and best minds together over the course of a four week to create new ways of thinking about dApps, decentralized storage, and everything in between. Across the month-long event, 134 different projects with more than 470 devs across 50 countries worked across a whole host of different ideas and explored what the future holds for the decentralized movement. You can check out some of the projects in our coverage of the event as it happens. We partnered with Protocol Labs, the organization built in Filecoin and IFPS to give you an inside look into what happened during the four week process and why collectively collaborating on big ideas can help solve some of the Web3's biggest challenges. All right. In the highlight video we spoke to those individuals in the hackathon, what they learned, how they found experience of working with others, and while the team at Protocol Labs prefer to work with partnerships with this community instead of leading and hoping others will follow. Okay, alright. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Square aims to stop patent trolls from killing Bitcoin adoption. American financial services firm Square has been a major proponent of cryptocurrency from its cash app being a popular place by Bitcoin to its Square crypto division awarding several grants to date to developers of free open source projects. Today Square crypto unveiled the next step in its push for the continued growth of well-being of the industry launched, launching the cryptocurrency open patent alliance or COPA. COPA continues to focus on open source technologies that Square Crypto started with its grants but broadening its horizon by inventing other cr- crypto industry companies to join. To do so, cr- companies must pledge to never assert patents on what Square calls foundational cryptocurrency technology unless it's to defend those technologies. Furthermore members will be will contribute to a shared patent library, library that allows fellow members the ability to use those patents defensively against outside patent trolls, which Square says will give even small companies a shield with which to protect themselves against patent aggressors. As you know, from Square crypto to cash App, Square is in the fight to keep Bitcoin and crypto free and open. The way to do this is to make sure that the tech Driving both is available to everyone. Square Crypto tweeted today. All right, I gotta give a plot to Square. Square is awesome. I just started using the the uh, the Cash app and it is amazing. I love it. I didn't realize how frictionless it was to just buy Bitcoin. that's see, I don't know if anyone, if any of any of you crypto have used the Cash app. is it is absolutely frictionless once you you uh verify your kyc buying crypto transferring it selling it it's so frictionless it's so amazing um i think i'm just more hyped about it because it's something that i just recently started using and i'm just so amazed at how frictionless it is i mean another it's just that it is what it is Compared to Coinbase, uh, basically other exchanges, they take literally like five days for them to clear your Bitcoin, right? First, they want their money. They want it to clear uh, through clear housings. Once that's clear, then they'll release your your crypto. Uh, That's so annoying. It's so annoying when they do that because you're waiting five days. Who wants to wait five days for their Bitcoin? That's horrible. That's horrible. But using the cash app you buy it right then and there if you want to move it you can move it right then and there if you want to trade it you can trade it right then and there no questions asked that's awesome <clears throat> next news written by jose antonio lance ethereum price bounces back bringing the defi token with it ethereum has seen better days but not many of them lately after a strong sell off last week led to token to lose more than 30 percent of its price during a four-day drop ETH has finally managed to stabilize. Today, the price of Ethereum is even up a bit, breaking a small 5-day resistance at $358 level. The last 24 hours, ETH has jumped about 5% to its current price of nearly $365. Okay, The coin's re- Relative Strength Index (RSI), a metric created to estimate whether an asset is being oversold or overbought, shows the, that Ethereum is currently in a healthy market zone with a lot of room for growth. At this rate, it may not be surprising to see ETH test $380 soon. <clears throat> $380 soon. Though a recent correction indicates that it will likely face some resistance along the way. Alright, well, I mean ETH is ETH is being ETH. Next news written by Robert Stevens. Jack Dorsey. Bitcoin must be made intuitive to succeed. Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter and Cash App, believes that Bitcoin is the native crypto, no, is the native currency of the internet. But for it to succeed in changing the way most people think and interact with money, it must be made intuitive, Dorsey told Reuters in an interview published today. Dorsey, whose widely popular Cash App lets people buy and sell Bitcoin, said that his job is to make people make bitcoin easy for people to access make it easier for people to understand and most importantly utilize the internet wants a native currency and i think bitcoin is probably the best manifestation and that thus far the twitter ceo explains and to increase its adoption dorsey suggests two directions in which bitcoin must trudge forward to be successful one is just transaction times and efficiency so making it cost effective and making it time effective he told the Reuters. okay interesting all right Uh, let's see scrolling on down in today's interview dorsey banged the same drum he banged about a year ago last october he said that the internet is like an emergency emerging nation state whose national currency is cryptocurrency and bitcoin and today's exalt exaltation is but the latest time that dorsey has praised the cryptocurrency in April, he proclaimed that Bitcoin's white paper to a poetry, and after a grand tour of the continent last November, he concluded that Africa will d- define the future, especially the Bitcoin one. Oh, yes, I, I think I, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. That if you're trying to trying to make some good coin, you got to move to these countries, and one of them was being Africa. I, I said that. I said that a few weeks ago it's Africa is going to be the next big boom country if I'm telling you move to Africa next news written by Alexander Behrens USDC stablecoin supply is up 250% in 2020 here's why there seems to be no stopping the growth in the supply of stablecoins but Coinbase-backed USDC in particular has reported massive gains this year to become the second most used stablecoin. The total supply of USDC has topped $1.8 billion, rising more than 80% since the beginning of July and more than 250% since the beginning of 2020, according, uh, according to data collected from CoinMetrics. USDC is a centralized dollar-peg stablecoin issued by the Center Consortium. Founded as a collaboration between Coinbase and payment service company Circle, USDC was launched in September 2018 and more than $500 USDC has been issued by the beginning of 2020. Why Stablecoins? The stablecoin market as a whole has grown this year. Paxos, Pax Stablecoin supply has increased 28%. Year-to-date to more than $285 million, while Binance's BUSD and Huobi's HUSD exchange-backed offerings have increased 725% to $255 million and 50% to $144 million, respectively. DAI, a stablecoin issued by crypto loan protocol maker, has also seen steady growth through 2020, with supply increasing nearly 700%. the start of the year to an all-time high of $335 million in earlier September. Wow. But why USDC? The popularity of USDC compared to other stablecoin assets could have several origins. First USDC was the first Ethereum-based stablecoin to be released after Tether in 2018 and has already been issued a supply of more than $400 million before competitors like Kuobi's HUSD and Binance's BUSD were launched approximately a year later. Creating a strong first move mover advantage. Second, the acceleration in USDC issuance may be powered in part by the August 20, 27th release of USDC version 2.0, an upgrade that improves security by trans, uh, transitioning some administrative USDC-related tasks to on-chain process and allows integration projects to pay gas fees for users when transacting with USDC. Wow. All right, all right, all right, all right. Awesome! Wow, I didn't realize 700. That's crazy. The next news, written by Robert Stevens, DeFi's Yearn Finance is coming to Coinbase Pro. What? Wi-Fi, the governance token that powers yield aggregator platform Yearn Finance, will be listed on Coinbase Pro on September 14. The Californian crypto exchange announced today, Monday's launch will mark. The latest DeFi governance coin Coinbase has added to its exchange. It added Compound's COMP and Maker's MAKER in June and Band's BAND in August. Wi-Fi is one of the success stories of the summer's DeFi-inspired bull run. It is immensely popular with a market cap of $1 billion and a daily volume of $546 billion per data from Metric Site Coin Market Cap. Wow! Well, congratulations to them. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Lagarde will ask public about central bank digital currency. The long-awaited results of the European central bank research into a digital euro will soon be released in the coming weeks. ECB President Christine Lagarde said today, but that won't be the final word. The finding which details the advantage and disadvantages of creating a central bank digital currency, CBDC, for retail use across Europe, be presented to the public for feedback a a central bank digital currency at the risk of ooh, what is that tout tautology is money issued by the country's central uh, bank in digital form however as no country currently issues a cbdc the form one will actually take is yet as unknown hence the need to study them According to a January 2020 working paper from the ECB which provides a glimpse into banks staffers thinking a central bank could issue a decentralized digital token akin to bitcoin but accepted everywhere. It could also just create accounts for every home and business within the central bank itself which would change the roles of commercial banks but not eliminate them. The report further found that the European CBDC could make retail transactions more secure and efficient. Hamper money laundering by removing physical cash and strengthen the eurozone monetary policy. Well then, <clears throat> interesting, interesting indeed. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Yearn.finance preps a new stablecoin-based DeFi protocol. Oh, look, a new DeFi protocol. But this one, announced today by the creator of popular Yearn.finance platform, goes against the grain, getting away from the governance token craze that's currently driving digital assets lending protocol. That seems like a deliberate break from the landscape of DeFi, which creator Andre Kronji recently referred to as Deaggregated Finance. At first glance, Stable Credit seems to take many of the best decentralized finance buzzwords, put them in a blender, and pour them into the protocol. Stable Credit is a protocol that combines tokenized debt, 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 stablecoin lending, and single-side AMM exposure to create a completely decentralized lending protocol. Today's blog post reads: Creator Andre Cronje elaborated and laid out the process step by step. First, users put in some USDC, each unit which should equal roughly one dollar since it's dollar pegged stablecoin. Mm-hmm. it oracle delivers the exact price of a dollar to usdc stable coins and mints stable credit US- usd at that rate <clears throat> a mixture of equal parts usdc and stable credit usd goes into an automated market maker which tries to keep the total value of those assets equal after that things get some somehow more complicated but what what users ultimately get Is a specific amount of stable credit, USD, a tokenized version of the US dollar, which they can use as collateral to borrow other assets within the AMM. Uh, You know what? No, I'm giving that not just one thumbs down, I'm giving that two thumbs down. That doesn't sound too enticing to me. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a big hodler big time hodl i i don't sell i buy crypto i don't sell crypto i huddle 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 and i earn interest off of my crypto that's what i do <clears throat> with that crypto that's extra money off that crypto i can go and use the extra crypto and buy whatever i want i don't need stable credit what no i don't need that come on now next new no we don't have next news that was it wow that was that's it, huh? Yeah, I guess that was it. All right, knots Well, <clears throat> that's it. Let's get ready to wrap this up. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you check out my ref links. I, if you're looking to convert your fiat into crypto, I have a couple of uh, ref links for that. If you're looking to uh, earn compounded interest on your crypto, I also have another link for that. So check them out. With that said, knots I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios. <music>